Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. How are you? I'm good. Well, uh, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing really good. I just got back from a walk with my dog, and by that I mean we were literally running at some points. That's good. Good way to get some exercise. What kind of dog do you have? Um, I have, well, I have two dogs. Um, the one I was walking with, he is a basset hound. He's about two years old. His name's Banjo. Um, very, very energetic dog. And what's your other dog? Um, we have a Beagle Dachshund Mex. He's eight years old. His name's Jack. Cool. Cool, cool. How do you pick which dog to take on a walk? You want with the energetic one? Um, it really it really depends. Sometimes I just, you know, walk this one one day, that one the other. Sometimes I'm like, you know what, I, I need to get some exercise. Banjo, let's go. Do you have any siblings? Um, yeah, I have two sisters. My older sister, Lauren, she is in, she is a junior at the high school. And my little sister, Brooklyn, she is in sixth grade at BMS. Okay, very cool. So I don't have you as a student. How did you hear about the podcast? Um, I heard, I, obviously I heard from, you know, um, students in your class. Um, and, I was, and I heard just like around in general. Very cool. Well, I'm glad that you uh, hunted me down. I have the emails. You've been asking since April 4th to get on here. So I'm sorry it took two months to get this done, but I'm glad we got it going. <laughs> It's all it's all good. I get it. Busy schedules. That baseball schedule, man, it takes up a lot of time. Yeah. I'm not the biggest sports guy, so yeah, I can't relate. <laughs> That's, all right. What are some of the things you are interested in? Then? Um, well, I'm very interested in a lot of the arts, basically. I'm involved with um, the choir, band, and theater programs. Choir, say that again. Choir, what? Choir, band, and theater. All right, let's go one by one. Choir, band, theater. Let's go choir. So you do do you all three of them through the school district? Um, yeah, um, I, I take choir and band classes, and, uh, and I do, you know, the shows after school for theater. So theater is Miss Rise? Um, no, Miss Rise is choir teacher. That's what I meant. I'm really screwing this up right now. Uh, Miss Rice, the choir teacher. I've heard nothing but good things about her and that she's awesome and amazing. So what makes her so awesome and amazing? Because I've heard really good things about her. She's just like such an amazing per- person and teacher. Like the, when, when you walk into the room, it's just like an overall like a, like have happy, chill vibe. And then you get to work. And, and, obvious, and obviously, you know, it's work and you know, learning music and stuff but she makes it fun like you can always talk to her about things she's a great person to come to and she's also really good with um if you have a scheduling problem there was one day where i was like i'm not sure if i can fit this into my schedule and she's like takes out a pen takes out a paper starts writing down all right you'll have to take this class and this class i'm like okay what happened first you knew you could sing and joined choir or you joined choir and then figured out how to sing when i was really little i was like singing around the house and my mom was like, you should do choir. And before I came to Woodhaven, I was at Riverview. And so I joined choir at Riverview. And it was really fun. I had a great, great teacher there. But due to complications with COVID, I came to Wood, Woodhaven and started choir there. And it, it's only got, it's only been a better experience because, you know, it's Woodhaven. <laughs> Shout out Woodhaven. <laughs> Shout out Woodhaven. Are you going to stick with choir going to the high school? Of course. Obviously, I'm going to have a rise for the next three years. And I wouldn't have any other way. She's just such an amazing teacher. Oh, so the first time that you had a, a choir concert and you had to get up on stage, were you nervous for that? Or did you feel pretty good about that? Tell me about that. Do you get uh, nervous when you have concerts in general? Or are you used to it? Like, tell me about that. Um, definitely at first, I was extremely terrified. Like, I would get to to the building and I would, you know, get to where I'm supposed to be. We're about to walk out, out on stage. And I don't really get nervous, like, before. It happens, like, right as it's starting. I'm like, oh, this is happening. So, I'm, so let's see. I'm trying to think. Back to my first choir concert. Um, 
see this was in the seats middle school auditorium curtains open and i see this large group of people and i you know get really nervous and i start breathing a bit heavily then it just starts singing and see it's really easy once you start doing the thing in my opinion once you start doing it it's easy to go along from there i agree with that because i've been coaching baseball since 2014 and i feel like every first game of the season or first practice of the season i get these nerves like i'm gonna mess this up somehow you know what i'm saying and then once it starts you just you do the thing that you're used to doing and you can shut your brain off with the nervous part of it and just focus on the task. And it helps a lot. But I still like same thing as what you're saying, like that first one, like every season or every first day of school as a teacher, there's like that moment where you're like, this could go terribly wrong. But then once you do it, you're like, oh, I'm in the zone. I'm good to go. I don't, I'm, I'm comfortable now. You said band also, right? What instrument do you play? I play alto saxophone. And how long have you been playing that? I've been playing that since sixth grade. What got you interested in it? Um, to be honest, I have no idea. I was first moving into the review district and my mom was like, we need to figure out your classes. And I was like, well, I definitely want to take choir. And I didn't really want to do any, any other type of elective. So she's like, well, you could do band. And I'm like, sure, let's give it a shot. Since, you know, I already have, I already know how to read music and stuff. So it's just picking up a different thing. And, and before you know it, I already know like how to play. How many, how many interests do I know how to play? About 10. Wow. Um, does Mr. Fairnurse teach at BMS or only PHMS in high school? He teaches Patrick Henry in the high school. I believe Mr. Mobley teaches at BMS. Okay. Did you get to do the um, Thanksgiving Day Parade? Um, no, that's every four years. I'm trying to think. I think the last time there was like 2019. I could be wrong. So it's coming up soon, I believe. And is that something that you look forward to? Because that should line up with junior, senior year, I think. I always look forward to like any type type of um of those events, especially for marching band. Um, it's always such a fun and energetic thing. You always get really hyped, and just you know, you know, obviously you know it's marching, so it's like very, um, what's the word for it? Like like strict and like you have to be like set position, uh, one, two, right, and then play it. But like it's so fun when like you're playing and like you hear the crowd. And it's like always really fun. Yeah. Uh, all right, band, choir, and orchestra. Um, theater, theater. Theater. I'm absolutely butchering this. Jesus, Hayden. I'm so sorry. After school theater, did you do the SpongeBob show? Oh, yeah. I was Squidward. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Was it fun? It was really fun. Theater is one of the most enjoyable experiences. Like anything arts really, obviously, is always enjoyable to me. But there's something I get out of each thing that I can't get out of the other. And when it comes to theater, it's de- it definitely feels like a small knit family. Um, like we're all all supportive of each other. We're all there for each other. Like there there was there are like a couple of days during some rehearsals where I was like feeling down with myself, and everyone's like, "Hey, are you okay?" Look, they're they're like, "Yeah, are, are you sure?" And all that. It just feels so supportive and like a really strong community. And that's before you even get on stage and start acting with them. How do you balance all three? Because that seems like a lot to keep track of. Because I know like you're doing choir, you have lyrics and you have to practice singing. With playing an instrument, you have practicing that goes into that, memorizing the songs that you have to play, reading the music, all that. With theater, you have all these lines, especially I'm sure Squidward was a larger part of the SpongeBob show. So you have all these lines to memorize. How do you keep all of that straight? And honestly, like, I almost feel like it's almost like three separate foreign languages you're learning at the same time or something like that. Cause they're all 
performance based, but they're all so different from each other. It is definitely a really big struggle sometimes, especially when it's all conflicting at once. Like I may have a, a bunch of rehearsals one week and then I have, you know, something for choir that that day. I may have something for marching band the other. Sometimes it does feel a bit stress, uh, stressful and it's like, how do how do I find like the difference between it all? But when you're in the moment, it do, it definitely feels like a lot e easier, like when you're doing one thing and then you're focused on the other, it can definitely get stressful, like, wait, what's this and that? But when I'm focused on the thing at hand, it's definitely a lot easier for me. Have you ever on stage or in a concert or anything had a brain freeze where you forgot a note or a lyric or a line and had to like grasp it back or figure it out or think of it? At first, many a times. There were many times during a choir concert where I uh, forgot uh, forgot that I was sing uh, I, I sang a bit wrong, but then again, it's a whole group, so I had people to fall back on, and same with band. But when I was first doing theater, it, it's definitely harder, especially when you have like more important role. You don't have a lot of people to, to rely on, except for like the person on stage with you. And even then, you try to make it as not noticeable as possible, because if you make it noticeable, the audience is going to know, oh, he screwed up. Mm -hmm. So it's trying, so it's trying to fall, fall back, but without making it no noticeable. And over time, you start to learn that, like, oh, I messed up this line, jump right next, jump right in to the next thing. And do your siblings have the arts gene that you seem to have? Not as much as me, I will say that. Um, my little sister, she is in choir, but she mainly does sports. And my older sister. Um, she has done a few things here and there, like she did crew for a couple of shows at, at the high school for theater, but she hasn't really done much. She's mainly focusing on school and work. So on top of all of these artistic extracurricular activities you have, you have grades and school and homework and all that. So how do you balance your extracurriculars with maintaining grades and school and all that? Sometimes like there, if I ever have, you know, downtime during a rehearsal, I'm literally not doing things. Sometimes I'll catch up on work, but it's mainly those times in the late evenings where, you know, I'm doing this English assignment or studying for this math test. And it is stressful at times. It can be a bit tiring, but it's something I, you know, choose to do and some, and the pressure I put on myself. And it, it's all really, it, it is really fun, you know, getting to do the thing, but then you realize, oh crap, I have homework. I got to write this essay for English or whatever. And so it's, find, it's finding that delicate balance. It's hard to do at first. First couple shows I did, um, I, I definitely fell behind on, on grades. But obviously, it was my first show. I didn't know how to balance it that well. But I started to learn how to do it and how to keep myself focused. And yeah, because there, there, are, there are always those nights where I'm like, I literally just want to go home and sleep. Uh -huh. not do any work but i'm like i have these three assignments and i really want to get them done the thing is you have to stay as focused as as you can whether it be that assignment or that other thing you gotta stay focused oh those stupid english essays always getting in the way aren't they future wise if you had to keep one and cut two which one would you keep and what two would you cut see that's really hard because it's like saying okay keep one dog or get and get rid of the other yeah it's so hard because I've grown so attached to each and every one of them. And they all give me such different things in life, different life lessons, different skills I've learned. I can't really pick one. 
Mm-hmm. I'd have to. I'd either have to drop them all. Is it something? Is are any of those three something that you'd like to make a career out of one day? Yes, actually, I plan on um, going into music education and becoming a band teacher. Well, that's cool. Have you looked up what colleges and programs you can do with that? Um, yeah, I've looked at a few colleges here and there, but my parents were like, "Focus on on the now. Maybe next year we'll start looking." And and they're always like, "Hey, there's this option, this option." For right now, they're like, focus on on now, but like definitely more in the future. I'm definitely looking at more colleges and stuff and like different opportunities that I have. I've definitely been looking a bit more at Eastern. I definitely looked at Butler for a little bit. What are some other interests that you have? Obviously, these extracurriculars take up a lot of time, but what are some other interests or hobbies that you got? Obviously, you know, hanging out with friends and family and stuff. I like to read. I, I definitely am a big reader. I'm, I'm also a really big uh, film person. I'm obsessed with movies. What's your favorite top? Five. Give me five. I know one would be too hard to pick. Give me five. Yeah, it would definitely be hard. Um, probably Rocket Man, Revenge of the Sith, Bohemian Rhapsody, Raiders of the Lost Ark, and Back to the Future. Wow, you got some old school stuff mixed in there. Now, are we going to agree or disagree that Bohemian Rhapsody was better than Rocket Man? I would say Rocket Man was better than Borat. What order did you watch them? What did you see first, Bohemian Rhapsody or Rocket Man? I saw Bohemian Rhapsody first. Definitely. Me too. Because obviously, you know, came out first, but yeah. Yeah. I just, I'm, I like Elton John a lot. My wife and I saw Elton John back in October for his Yellow Brick Road tour. But I liked that Bohemian Rhapsody told the story, but was less artsy. Like there's some weird scenes in Rocket Man that I was like, come on. You know, I didn't really dig that part of it. But then my wife kept saying like, Elton John oversaw that whole project and it wouldn't have been in there if he didn't want it in there. And I was like, I guess, but just from like a pure film standpoint, I just enjoyed Bohemian Rhapsody more, but I like Elton John's music more than Queen's music, probably. I'm definitely a big Elton John and Queen fan. My dad introduced me to them when I was little and loved them ever since. I think what I enjoyed about Rockman is definitely what you're saying, like the big, like some of the spectacles in it. I think that's definitely, it's what shows what Elton John is. It's like his love for like spectacle and the music and like, showing off a lot and that's why yeah. i really love it. the music's i mean tegan what is his name tegan egerton i believe is his name who played him Aaron edgerton that was close that was close uh, i thought he did a great job playing elton john in the film you know his voice is really good and i know that the two of them have even formed together on stage and stuff like that so are you more of like a classic rock type of fan i would say that yeah definitely with my back definitely with you know listening to that also a little bit of country in there because my mom was definitely raised to, to love country and be the same. Do you like old school country or newer country? It's a both. Okay. It, it really depends on the artist. Not a big country fan. So if you spit out country names, I wouldn't know any of them, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> um, all right. So movies, reading. So give me a couple books you like. That's a hard one. I like a lot of books. Um, I have to say Stephen King's The Institute. That was an amazing book. I haven't read that one. Really good one. I'd say um, Alexander Hamilton, like like the book. It was what inspired Lin-Manuel Miranda to write the musical. So it was like, you know, I should probably take a read at that. Really good book. I've read it twice. Is it a biography of him then? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Did you like To Kill a Mockingbird? I, unlike some people, I actually did enjoy it. Like there are definitely some, you know, life lessons I, I saw and I was like, you know what? I'm going to take try and take that to heart. To heart. <laughs> I, yeah, I've taught that book a lot, so I'm kind of sick of it, but it's okay. When I read it the first time, I was like, 
I get it. I, I get the life, like what you're saying. Like I get the, the lessons that are built into the story, but court case to the end goes really quick. And I really like that, but there's a lot of stuff in the middle that I'm like, okay, it's going a little slow, speed it up a little bit here. Yeah, that's definitely its biggest problem. I, I would say it slows down a lot, but I really enjoyed like the court case because it does take its time without slowing down. That's a good way of describing it. Because it every piece of it is its own separate chapter and it keeps changing the perspectives from like this witness, you know, Myella to Bob to Tom and all that. And I also like the naivety of, of how Jem is convinced that Tom Robinson's going to go free because in reality he should have been free, but instead they convict him and then he ends up trying to escape and gets killed. Romeo and Juliet. I do really like it mainly because I do really like Shakespeare. Yeah. That's a victory I'm, to me. I like, I like Romeo and Juliet a lot. So that I, you saying that that's a victory for me. Yeah. I do really like Romeo and Juliet. I prefer Hamlet though. I like Hamlet too. That's the only other Shakespeare play that I've read is Hamlet. I read it in high school and I liked it a lot. Yeah, um, I'm going to Stratford uh, up in Canada for the theater company and one of the shows we're seeing is Hamlet. So I'm really excited about that. That's really cool. Yeah, I like that. It's got like that good versus evil vibe. And I like that a lot. That was good. I just enjoy the Romeo and Juliet piece because with Juliet being the age of a lot of the kids that are in ninth grade, it's really fun getting them to debate. Like I had one of the students in my class because I kept saying like, there's no way this is real love. Whole story is what, three days long. They see each other at a party they decide they're going to get married they get married and then they die all within you know three days or whatever and I had a student the other day who was like I think they're really in love with each other and I was like really and so it was just it's fun to debate what love is and what love looks like and how you know it can look different and how when you're in the moment you know it's different than what people outside of the circumstance perceive it as yeah I will say at first, I was like big on, you know, love at first sight is real, but Romeo and Juliet is completely, um, that fact, it, it seems logical. And then I read the story and I'm like, okay, maybe it was definitely in the, in the moment thing. They rushed a lot. <laughs> yeah. And there's like, a lot of, there's a lot of murder for a three-day relationship built into that also. All right. What are some other hobbies and interests that you're into? Tell me some more about you. I, I definitely do like in the summer, you know, walking the dogs, riding my bike and getting some exercise. I'm definitely not the most fit, but you know, I try to, you know, get on stuff. So that's nice. Yeah, for sure. Just getting up, moving, being healthy, things like that. It's all what it's about, man. You gotta, you get one life, one body, might as well make the most of it, right? Exactly. I also do, I, I do play video games. I don't play it often. Like sometimes I'm at my Xbox, but obviously, you know, with my busy schedule, I don't play it that often. But when I do, it's fun. What games do you like to play? A little bit of GTA, maybe some Minecraft, Assassin's Creed, specifically Black Flag. No Warzone, no uh, Apex? <laughs> See, that's a difficult one. See, my friends are always like, you should buy that. You should play that. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of those. I definitely do like games more where, where it's like a bit more real, realistic and it's set dark said during something has like a really cohesive story like the assassin's creed games i really like playing those yeah that's definitely what i enjoy more i only got into warzone because mr farner and mr sayer play all the time and they were like you got to play with us and so i do a lot more than i probably should but it's a good little brain break for me get on the mics chat with my friends and you know have some fun do you always get the joke of what when you say to your class yeah i, I talk with friends and stuff do you always get the reaction you have friends 
Mm, I did at first, but Mr. Sayer always pops into my classroom when he's free, which lately has not been very often, but he'll always pop in. And the first thing he does is talk about whatever happened in Warzone the night before to my class, not to me. He just talks about me to my class. So he always comes in and he's like, Gots is the team medic. He doesn't get a lot of kills, but he just goes around and revives everybody and saves our lives. And I'm like, well, everybody's got a role to play, I guess. And that's mine. Yep. Are you a big, are you into like vacations, traveling, things like that? When it happens, yeah. My family's going to Myrtle Beach in late July. Um, recently for March Grand Choir, we went to Disney back in November. I definitely do enjoy it, especially like when I'm there. I'm like, I definitely did enjoy coming here. Like, like seeing the sights. Like when I first got, when we first went to Magic Kingdom, and I was like right in front of the castle. I'm like, this is the moment. Was that your? That was your first time going to Disney, I assume. Would you describe it as the happiest place on earth, or no? If they got rid of the long lines, probably. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. So I would like to try something that I've never done on the podcast. How would you like to try something new? All right. We're going to do rapid fire questions. So I'm going to spit out a question and you got to give me an answer within 30 seconds. Gotcha. All right. Here we go. Favorite month? July. Okay. Favorite animal? I guess an elephant. No, really? a dog. A dog. I expect a dog because you have two dogs, but you said elephant first. I said Just elephant first, but I'm also like, you know what? I have a duck sticker on my Chromebook. It makes sense that I say duck. Duck. Okay. Favorite color? Blue. Blue. Okay. Favorite food? We got chimichanga. Really? Okay. Are there any words that you find disgusting? Like some people hate the word moist. <laughs> I know my older sister. I know my older sister hates that word. I'm not sure if there's like a word I hate that I can think of. Okay. Uh, who do you text the most? Rapid fire. Emily Natter. Okay. I think I had one of her siblings. Does she have a brother? Uh, a younger brother. Oh. Older sister? I don't think I know anybody in that family then. Name somebody that you would consider your hero. My dad. Okay, that's a good one. Uh, favorite school subject? Any, well, you're going to pick band or choir. Uh, you can give me both. You can give me a non-core and a core. Well, if it was core class, I have to say it's tied between English and history. But if not, it would also be choir and band. Okay. Favorite dessert? Cheesecake. Hmm, that's a good one. Favorite store? I don't have a favorite store. I don't go shopping that often. <laughs> Okay. Describe your sense of style in one word. A one-colored shirt. Well, one color, I guess. One word? A crap. One word. One, one word? Um, plain? Plain. Oh, I, I would have said solid. You said one one color. I'd go solid. Don't say plain. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, because I always wear, like, a one, like basic colored shirt, depending on the weather, jeans or khaki shorts. So, yeah. All right. I got a couple more for you. Do you have a nickname? No. Okay. If you could have... Uh, car what would you pick as your first car any car i've, I've always been in like my, my my dream car has for some reason always been like one of the latest models for a chevy blazer chevy blazer all right i don't know if you'd want me to say this but i know mr g drives a chevy blazer so he'd probably appreciate that right now yeah my dad has one and he's like if only i could give you my car and then he just drives off <laughs> you said you're a big movie person what movie do you quote the most <laughs> around my family probably space balls Really? You and the, you're really into the classics. Okay, here's one. Do you feel like you're born in the wrong generation? Sometimes, yeah. I, yeah. There's sometimes where I'm like, what is wrong with my generation? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Do you wish that we got rid of social media or do you like social media? I wish we got rid of some parts of it. Like, def definitely, like, be more, like, strict on, like, like online bullying and all of that. Because that's definitely a, a big problem with, you know generation these days and you know anything that goes out there that's 
you know, sexist, racist, homophobic, all that. You are not allowed to use a Star Wars character for this answer because they just bought them. So that's why I'm saying this. Favorite Disney character? The Genie. The Genie? I'm a big fan of Robin Williams. I was going to ask Robin Williams or Will Smith. You want Robin Williams. I That's awesome. I, have, I refuse to watch the newest one because right before that movie came out, we got to see the play in Detroit. And that genie that we saw there was so good. I was like, I don't want to see Will Smith do it. But Robin Williams was amazing. I agree with you on that. Yeah. We saw the the new the newer one. I think, uh, yeah, opening weekend. It was really good. Don't don't get me wrong. Love Robin Williams, but I think Will Smith did an interpretation that I can get with. He definitely used you know some fr- stuff he did from Fresh Prince and into that. If you were to write your own book, what would it be about? It'll probably be a, a probably a fantasy novel. That makes sense with the Star Wars thing. All of my podcasts end with the same question. Have you ever listened to one of the podcasts before? I always start, this is thing, I always start listening to an episode. Like, I, I would start one, like, for example, the one with you and Amelie, and then my mom's like, Hayden, I need you to do something. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> okay. Since you've never made it to the end of an episode, I end all of them with the same question, which is, if you could give somebody one piece of advice about anything, what piece of advice would you give somebody? Well, definitely going with, you know, like what we were talking with earlier, um, get, get involved with the arts. It's definitely something that you learn a lot of skills from. You meet amazing people. It's just some, something that can change your life. Awesome. I know it's not so much advice, but I'm always like, join the arts. It's fun. Yeah, I think that the arts are very important. And I think that sometimes they get overlooked. And I know that when it comes to, to like public school and whatnot, sometimes extracurriculars arts things like that get pushed to the back burner because of the poor classes stuff so yeah especially we especially these days we don't get enough guys and especially choir and theater band you get everyone in band but choir we are not getting a lot a lot of guys these days i went to the bms choir concert because you know brooklyn's in choir there was i believe one guy for sixth grade choir and three for seventh grade choir i'm like we are running out of guys yeah. And that's sad too, because you look at like pop music, not, not just pop music, but like music that is popular across all genres. There's plenty of male artists. I don't know if it's that many men think that they're just going to go viral singing something on TikTok or what it is, but I agree. It would be nice to see more men involved in the arts. I agree with that. It shouldn't just be one gender dominated. Do you have anything else that you'd like us to know about you or leave us with? Uh, get involved with, with the arts. I'm always someone to talk to. Come say hi to me. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, I appreciate you being on the podcast. I'm sorry that it took so long to get you on, but it was really nice to meet you. I actually, after this conversation, I wish you were my student. I wish I had you in class. We would have gotten along great this year. Yeah. And thank you for having me. I, I really appreciate this. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon.